Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Here's something I hate when you're not feeling good. Like say you're feeling a little depressed. Everyone's like, why are you depressed? As if there needs to be a reason. Like sometimes shit just sucks. Sometimes you're just sad. Sometimes you just want to have a nice little cry and watch some stupid TV show um, and like not move and just lay in bed because you feel sad and that's okay. And you don't have to like justify the sadness. I really hate that. Like as if anybody would choose to be sad, number one. And if, you know, we knew why we were sad, perhaps we could fix it. But sometimes we don't know why. Um, Today, we're going to talk about depression. Isn't that such a cheerful topic? You know what? I'm not here to entertain you. Well, maybe I am. I don't know what I'm here for. (laughs) What? (laughs) I just had an existential crisis. Um, But anyway, I've been having a, I would say it's minor, uh, depressive episode lately. Uh, Nothing too crazy. It's just, and it's happened before. um, But the last time it happened, I was in therapy. And I remember asking my therapist why I was depressed, um, as if a middle-aged balding man could have any idea why my brain chemicals were suddenly out of sync. He didn't try to tell me why, though. He just said, there isn't always an obvious reason. And I was like, you suck. <laughs> like, I hate that answer. I am not. I'm a kind of like a literal person. I wish um, that everything was sort of black and white. I like, I like boundaries. Like, I like knowing stuff. Anyway, if there's a problem, I want a solution. And he was not giving me one. I eventually came out of it with just as little rhyme or reason as I'd entered. I don't remember what got me out of it, but I know it didn't last forever. Depressive states are normal, but sometimes calling depression depression can make people uncomfortable, as if there's something wrong. There might be something wrong, sure, but nobody is happy all of the time. Life is a long series of ups and downs, and the downs might be really low sometimes. That's as good an explanation of depression as any. It started a few weeks ago. I was feeling overwhelmed with a full calendar, just like a new job, training for an ultra marathon and writing as much as possible. I had a client. I had partnership meetings and volunteer obligations and people who demand my attention. Um, I don't think it's bad necessarily. I have a very full life, but sometimes it just feels like too much. And, um, you know, I've learned to say no to stuff, but uh, it's still hard, I guess, to say no. But it's also... I don't know. I like being busy until it's too much, you know? So anyway, uh, here's how I know I was like, you know, in this depressive state. I didn't feel like I had the space to breathe. And suddenly the things I used to love started to feel empty. Running didn't bring me joy. Writing didn't bring me joy. Traveling felt like a chore. Being around people, even people that I love started feeling difficult. Like I just wanted to be alone always. Most of us um, can act one way and feel another, and I was doing that for a long time, acting happy and joking and laughing and then crawling into bed with my cat to cry into a soft orange fur uh, for no apparent reason. I just like to hold him and cry. It makes it feels good. It feels better than to hold nothing and cry. People don't like crying, uh, just like they don't like the words depression or anxiety. I guess it makes them uncomfortable, though I don't see why. Uh, some of My favorite people have faced some of the worst things and having been in dark places are no longer afraid of the darkness. And I think that that's admirable and healthy and um, I don't know, not a bad thing. I don't like telling people that I'm depressed because nobody can do a damn thing about it. I told my boyfriend and he was like, but this and that and try to think of happy things. (laughs) And I was like, I don't need you to fix me. I would just like you to listen, you know? Um, my least favorite piece of advice though, is the very unimaginative move your body advice. Like, I don't, I think Joe Rogan had a podcast where he's talking about depression and just, if you just exercise and if you just get outside and da da da, and yeah, those things help. But, um, 
it's not a cure-all for being depressed. And I've been highly active most of my life. Most days I work out and many days I work out twice. Uh, working out feels great, but when I'm in a rut like this, exercise is more like a temporary relief than a lasting self. People are complicated and taking a narrow approach to any problem doesn't seem very smart. I would love a narrow solution to feeling depressed though, and that's what I asked my therapist for, but it simply does not exist. And anyone who tells you different is probably a liar. Um, there's no thing you can eat. There's no thing you can do. There's no amount of water. There's no amount of sun exposure. Like sometimes nothing helps. Maybe medication for a little bit if you need it, but um, you don't want to be on medication forever either. Um, so sometimes you just have to get through whatever darkness you're in. I also don't like to tell people um, that I'm depressed because it doesn't help me feel any better. <laughs> it makes them uncomfortable. Um, and it almost feels like a burden to have to explain why when there is no apparent reason why. Um, Another thing that I really don't like is when people in your life just assume that they know why, like I hurt my hamstring a while back and that really sucked and whatever, but I was feeling that like this before I hurt my hamstring. And so some people in my life were just like, oh yeah, it's because you hurt your hamstring, you can't run. It's like, yeah, but no, because I've, I've been injured before and not been like in this deeply depressed state. Um, I don't know. I knew it was bad a couple days, like I was in uh, Colorado over the weekend and so I knew it was bad because I didn't have an appetite. I was running, I was doing a lot of shit, and I also didn't feel like eating. Like I felt like physical hunger, but I just couldn't imagine eating, I guess. I didn't have an appetite. I couldn't sleep, even though I was really fucking tired. I was exhausted, but I couldn't sleep. Um, and there was just this general feeling of numbness about me. Like I could stick a coat hanger right through my ribs and not even feel it. Probably I am oversubscribed, overtired, spending too much time in a mode of productivity and not enough time just being, spending too much time on things that zap my energy and not enough time on things that feel fulfilling. It would be easy to stop doing everything, to stop running so much or writing so much or adhering to the high standard I set for myself. But I don't stop because I know I can't. If I stopped, I'd have nothing to chase and I'd sink even further into this numbness. I think that that probably the thing that helped me get out of my my last depressive state and and the thing that's helping me now is just not uh kind of succumbing to it you know like kind of just continuing to do the things I'm able to do um to whatever level I'm able to do them um and eventually like it, it I'll come out of it like I if I stopped running I would feel even worse if I stopped writing I would feel even worse if I stopped working and just did nothing I would feel way worse. Like it feels so much better to be doing even small things than it would to f do nothing. So um, oftentimes when people are depressed or when I'm depressed anyway, I just want to lay in bed. I don't want to get up. I don't really want to go outside. Like I don't want to do anything. Um, I certainly don't want to like cook dinner for myself or uh, go anywhere. But uh, if I do, I usually feel better. Not like healed, not like free of this depression, but better enough. So it's really sort of a raw and vulnerable thing to admit to feeling depressed, um, especially uh, because the world is not always kind. And from the outside looking in, I have a pretty good life. But nobody knows the inner world of another person. We're all broken and bruised in one way or another. And uncovering that brokenness is nothing short of human. When people find me online before meeting me in person, I wonder what they think of me. I wonder how well they think they know me. And I also don't really care, but I am pretty open on um, this platform and on my blog and everything. And I started my blog as a way to cope with my own problems and to hopefully reach others who might be struggling or hurting. People say 
it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> the world we live in is full of hard corners and sharp edges. It's not only okay, it's inevitable. The fact that we have to articulate that being sad isn't bad kind of strikes me as um, being like people pleasing. We're all so uncomfortable with pain that we try our damnedest to hide it, even though it's eating most of us alive, or at least is trying to, um, because we don't want to make other people uncomfortable. And that just seems weird. Like if you're uncomfortable with pain, like, I don't know, you, you ought to be in pain more, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, like last time, I'm sure I'll escape this depressive state. Like a shadow that cannot live in the sun, depression does not usually persist forever. I don't have advice. I'm not a shrink, and I would never claim to even want to be one, but I do know that if I keep doing the things I love, I'll eventually start loving them again. And I know the same is true for you, too, if that's something you're struggling with. Um, so the things I linked, how to get out of a depressive state... Um, also, uh, Jordan Peterson video that explains depression, um, and also <laughs> a comprehensive list of the most up-to-date comedy specials. I recently watched Louis C.K.'s comedy special. Uh, I don't know exactly when it came out, but it's relatively new. I think it was, uh produced what word am i looking for it came out in 2022 which happens to be this year so it's not that fucking old is what i'm trying to say um but it was funny he is funny he's fucking like like almost like 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 insane i think he might be insane um but i then i watched the special of his that came out in 2020 and he mentions like <laughs> um like sexual stuff with children in both of them and i was like Watching them back to back, I was like, oh my God, he's mentioning this twice, you know, and that seems wrong. Is he okay? Should we be concerned? Should he not be able to live near a school? Like, what's happening? I mean, it was funny. It was fucked up, but it was funny. So if you're looking for something to watch, maybe do that and let me know if you think that if he should be, you know, arrested. And then um, what else did I watch recently? There was another funny thing I watched recently. Oh, Ricky Gervais. That one was pretty good. It was like a chuckle chuckle kind of funny one. It wasn't like a ha ha ha, I'm going to laugh my ass off kind of funny one. I laughed pretty hard during Lucy case. Um, and it helps. It helps to watch funny things. Um, my problem, though, is that I really like dark humor. So that's, that's why I like Lucy K. But other comics who are maybe not so dark, I don't find as funny. I also pre-ordered Andrew Schultz's new special. And that comes out, I think, this weekend. Um, but he took it off of a streaming service. I think it was Netflix because Netflix did his other shit, but he bought it back from them because they wanted him to change some jokes. So maybe it's edgy. Who knows? Anyway, the next thing I'm going to talk about next week or next time or whenever the fuck this comes out uh, is age gap relationships because Mike Mike is older and I am younger and we are going to explore that dynamic. Be blessed. Live, love, laugh. Shoot for the moon. Goodbye.